0: Hello, you are listening to Unstoppable Female Entrepreneurs with Kelsey Matheson, and this is episode number thirty. Happy May! It's slowly starting to feel like spring out there. Oh my goodness! It was like Mother Nature was taking her sweet time on kickstarting spring. <laughs> well, at least here in New York, it felt like we would get a little taste of warmer weather and then oh, the temperature would drop back down. It was so frustrating. Oh well, one thing I know for sure is that there are some things I just can't control. (laughs) Now look, there's some things I can control, but the weather is definitely something I cannot control as much as I would like to have that superpower. Sadly, I do not. (laughs) So tell me, how is business? I'm in the process of creating a new free masterclass for you all. So let me know if there are any specific topics that you want me to cover in this masterclass And if you haven't signed up to watch the five keys to breaking the 10k code yet, then please sign up and absorb all the goodness from that free masterclass. And look, some people call them masterclasses. Some people call them free trainings. Some people call them webinars. Essentially, they're all the same thing. They're a tool for us to reach our audience, to make offers, to increase our income. They can be very, very powerful tools. So today I wanna break down the different types of webinars that many entrepreneurs use, and also the types that I think more people should be utilizing as they grow their business. So if you're not familiar with webinars, essentially a webinar is just a presentation or a seminar or a training or an interactive event where attendees join online. Webinars are super accessible and they really allow you to connect with more people. And they're typically done live and then sometimes a recording of that live training or that live webinar can be accessed um, afterwards by others who sign up to watch it at their own convenience when it's no longer offered live. It becomes evergreen. So that means that people can access it at any time. So my masterclass, The 5 Keys to Breaking the 10K Code, is a webinar, and it was done live. And now people can access the recording of that training at their own convenience through my website. So look, webinars are a great way to sell your offer, but they're also a great way to build your audience, even if you don't have anything to sell yet. Webinars are also a great way to practice selling And to get comfortable talking about what you do and who you are. And it's also really helpful for some of you who feel uncomfortable asking for money or telling people how much you charge. You can also use webinars to practice that. I know a lot of entrepreneurs have a hard time really stepping into their power when they ask for money. Actually, I might have to do an entire episode on this podcast specifically about that because it comes up a lot with my clients. They feel strange. They feel uncomfortable asking for money where I want you to feel joyful and grateful and I want you to see your value. And I want you to see that the exchange of money can be a beautiful and respectful thing. It's not weird, awkward or salesy. So I'm going to talk about five different types of webinars. I mean, I don't know, there may be more than five, but I just think that these five cover the most commonly used webinars. And the first one is the training and offer webinar. So this is the style of webinar where you capture the attendees email, you add lots and lots and lots and lots of value throughout your training. And then at the end of the training, you present them with an offer, you do basically you do a bit of a sales pitch, okay? So this is where you sell something at the end after you've done the training, okay? So we see this type of webinar all the time. The webinar, the training usually takes about 40 minutes, and then the presenter will sell their offer for 15 to 20 minutes after the training is over, and then they open it up for a Q and A with the attendees who are participating and watching live. So with a training and offer webinar, it's very common to create a title that includes keys or points or ways to achieve something. So for example, the five keys to breaking the 10K code, that's the title of my latest webinar, the five, you know, the five points to doing X, Y, and Z, or the five, or it doesn't necessarily have to be five, it could be three, it could be four, the three ways to achieve A, B, and C. And then in your webinar, you teach those keys or those points, and the focus is that you want your audience to feel like they are getting a ton of value. And they're gonna feel that way because you are gonna give them a ton of value. You want them to feel like they absolutely would've paid for that training if they had the option. After they've taken it, they're like, oh my gosh, I would've definitely paid money for that, it was so good. Now, you can use this type of webinar for really any price point. Like maybe you have a $57 offer or a $97 offer or a $300 offer or maybe a $3,000 offer, right? It really can be used for any price point. I think there might be some differing opinions about this, but I think you can really sell any price point through a webinar, just as long as the information you provided to your attendees is of course, related to what it is that you're selling. They learned from your webinar, but then it's going to take them to the next level by purchasing what it is that you have to offer. Now, I also want to say this, and this isn't always the case, but if you are doing a webinar and your offer is a higher-priced offer, right, you're selling something, but it's a high-priced ticket item, typically, the people who purchase will be your warm audience. Now, not always, okay, but in my personal experience, I've found that the higher priced offers sell more easily to a warmer audience, an audience who already knows you or is familiar with you, and they're usually easier to convert. Now, I guess you could say that about really any form of selling, like a warm audience is automatically going to be easier to convert, but A couple of years ago, I did a couple of webinars for a high-priced program that I was offering. I think the program was $9,000, and through the webinar, though, if they signed up through the link in the webinar, then I think I gave them like 48 hours to sign up, and they got that program for $7,500. And everyone who purchased was already a part of my community. They knew who I was. They felt really comfortable paying that amount of money. It's a lot of money, right? But they trusted me and they trusted in the results that they would walk away with. Now, I'm not saying that you only want to promote this type of webinar to a warm audience. You want to promote it to your niche, warm, cold, or whatever. Like, you want to promote it to your people. And look, if you do a really damn good job, (laughs) then you can absolutely convert a cold audience into paying clients. And if the cold audience isn't quite ready to buy yet, they'll now be a part of your universe, right? You're gonna have their email address, they'll be on your list. And so even if they don't purchase at the time of the webinar, you now have the opportunity to nurture them moving forward and to continue to give them great value and great content and they'll become more of a warmer audience and in the future, they'll be ready to buy. So the second type of webinar is the audience builder. Now, this is exactly what it sounds like. All you do is capture their emails and you add value in your webinar. There's no sale at all. This just helps you to build your audience. You all can do this type of webinar tomorrow. And I'm telling you, not enough people are doing this type of webinar. The perception out there is that webinars are for selling, but that's not necessarily the case. Doing a webinar just to get people's emails and then provide them with amazing value and content is so incredibly beneficial for your business. You will create amazing, warm leads, and because you don't sell, people will be very appreciative, right? And you'll develop a really strong know, like, and trust factor by doing this. Basically, you send out an announcement saying, I have this training I'm going to, going to offer. There's no selling involved. It's simply a free training here's the date, here's the time, and here's the link to sign up. And if you already have an email list that you've been nurturing, then send them an email inviting them as well. And that will add a tremendous amount of value to your existing email list, which of course they will be super grateful for. Because here's the thing, if you're always selling on your webinars, people will stop showing up, right? So think about it. What is it that your audience needs right now? How can you support them without asking them to purchase anything? Create a free training. This is also a really great webinar to do if you're just coming off of a launch or if you've just finished selling your new program or maybe you've been on a selling blitz. After you're done with you know, selling your program or your product, then this form of webinar is great because it's all about adding value and nurturing your people. It's not about selling at all, okay? Now, the third type of webinar is just the straight sale. So these can be anywhere from 20 to 30 minutes tops. There's no big story. There's no five points of training. It's just a straight sale. And the best time to send people to this format of webinar is after you've been doing a lot of training or you've been providing your audience with a ton of content, right? You've been adding a lot of value. So let's say you did a 14-day challenge. Your challenge was free. You offered amazing, amazing, amazing value to your audience who who um, signed up to do that challenge with you. And they experienced really fantastic results. And then you could host this form of webinar where all you're doing is sharing with them exactly how they can work with you or how they can buy your program or your products. It's just a straight sale. Or let's say that you've been going live three days a week and you've been doing some mini trainings or maybe some live coaching calls. And maybe let's say you did this for the month of April. Okay. And then the beginning of May you can present one of these straight shooter sales webinars to promote your products or your services. And maybe over the month of April, you were talking about results and benefits and you were sharing stories and you talked about your why and your X factor and you just added, again, a ton of value. And then you come in with the sales webinar. And this type of webinar, it's still a presentation. So you still might use slides and you know, it sh- of course, it should be thoroughly thought out, but I see it like you've earned the right to come in with a straight up sales presentation. I kind of, <laughs> I talked about this with my mastermind group. It's sort of like the shopping network, right? Those people are in, are in like full on sales mode for 20 to 30 minutes straight promoting those products, maybe even longer. I'm not really Sure right? But it's just a straight sale. We're selling, 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 selling. Okay? And then the fourth type is the application webinar. So with this, you promote your webinar like you would all the others. You capture their email addresses, and they attend your webinar, where once again, (laughs) you offer tons of value. Now, in this webinar, it's common to over deliver in terms of value like you offer a lot more than you might in the other styles of webinars let's say you teach 10 key points right or you know whatever 12 ways to achieve x y and z as long as you have the time to do that because you don't want the webinars to go on for too long but the idea here is that you offer so 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 much and um Yeah, there's just a ton of value infused into this form of webinar. You literally blow them away. And then at the end, you tell them how they can work with you. So let's say maybe it's a membership or a coaching program or a mastermind, but if they wanna work with you, if they wanna be a part of that program, they need to fill out an application. So do you see how this works? You've offered so much value. You blew them away with what you provided for them during this webinar. It was very, very, very helpful. And then you drive them to a form in order for them to apply to your program or to work with you. And in that form, you have them fill out as much information as you need in order to determine if they're going to be a good fit. So through this application type process, you'll also be able to receive really valuable information about your niche It's a great way to do customer research, and it's more effective when you do your customer research this way than if you were just to send out a survey to your existing audience, right? Because the conversion rate on how many people will actually fill out, let's say, a link that you provide through SurveyMonkey to your already existing email list and say, hey, I would love your help the amount of people who will actually fill out that survey is pretty low. Now, some people will try to sweeten the deal by saying, hey, if you fill out this survey, you'll be entered into a draw to win, let's say, a $50 Amazon gift card or something like that. But still, the conversion rate on more of a cold survey ask won't typically be that high. Doing an application style of webinar is really helpful because, look, you blew them away with your presentation, they're super excited about the possibility of working with you, and then they're going to be more than happy to answer all of your questions in this survey. So you get to qualify the people that you want to work with, but you also gain access to some really, really great customer research that'll help you build your business and reach out to your niche. You know, you'll learn so much more about them. And the fifth type of webinar is the no-strings-attached presentation. So with this, you are simply teaching or doing a mini-training, and you're not asking for emails, and you don't have anything to sell. So this could be a Facebook Live, or an IG Live, or maybe a YouTube video. But you're not collecting emails, you're not selling anything, you're just simply offering a ton of value that your niche will find incredibly helpful. It's still a webinar style of training, and maybe you use slides or a whiteboard, but you're simply delivering value. And this literally could be something that you do every single week. Even if you have nothing to sell yet, get out there, help your audience, teach them something, and make sure you record your webinars. And also, make sure you watch them back and analyze them. What went well? What didn't go well? What would you do differently next time? Right. This is so important. If you want to master something, then you need to practice. You need to watch yourself back. You will learn so much from watching yourself deliver a webinar. You'll learn so much. And also record them because when you host that one that worked really, really well, then that training can become your evergreen product or your evergreen training. Okay. So you might be thinking, well, how will I know if it works? Like, how do I choose, you know, the one that will become evergreen? Well, it's because it's the one that converted the best. Okay. And I'm not going to dive into this in this call. Maybe I'll do it in another call. And it's something that I teach in my mastermind, but depending on the type of webinar, basically it generated the most sales or the most applications were filled out, or it got the most engagement, or the most likes, shares, and comments. But before you get to that point, you want to test out your webinars. You want to try them over and over, and then you want to tweak them, and you want to analyze them, and then you want to test it again, and then you want to tweak some more. Now, another piece of advice that I can offer is that any time you do a webinar on Zoom, right, I already mentioned that you need to record it, But on Zoom, you have the option of recording it in the cloud or on your computer. In my personal opinion, make sure you always record on the cloud. And the reason you want to record in the cloud is because you don't want to use up too much bandwidth while you're doing the webinar. And if your computer doesn't have enough space on the hard drive, then it will just stop recording, which you don't want to happen. Like you don't want that to happen. Let's say it ends up being like the most amazing webinar that you've ever done, but it cuts out halfway because you didn't realize you didn't have enough space for the recording on your computer, right? Especially if it's an hour long webinar that takes up a lot of space and you want to watch them back. Truly, the best advice I can give in terms of mastering your webinars is watching them back and look at what worked, what didn't and what you'll do differently next time. Right, This is something that I learned from one of my coaches, Stacey Bayman, when we do consultations. We'll do consultations with potential new clients, and after the consultation, we'll look at what worked, what didn't, what you'll do differently next time. I recommend you do this with your webinars as well. I can't stress that enough. So the question for you to ask yourself this week is, how can I be incorporating webinars into growing my business. That is what I have for you today, my friends. (laughs) And a quick shout out to Layla for her five-star review. Thank you so much, Layla. Layla says, the episode on confidence versus self-confidence was inspirational and informational. It was exactly what I needed to hear today. Being a business owner, I am confident in many aspects of my business. However, this episode made me realize that there are aspects that I can still improve in my business. Yes, that is amazing, Layla. Thank you so much. And I'm so glad that episode was helpful. I love hearing your takeaways. I love hearing what you're enjoying. I love hearing what's landing with you and what you're finding inspiring and helpful. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And if you're listening to this podcast and you're enjoying what you're hearing, please leave me a review. I would be so, so grateful. Look, the more reviews I get, the higher this podcast will rank, and then the more women I can help who are working their butts off to build their business, just like you. So have an amazing week, and I look forward to connecting with you next time. Ciao for now. Hey, if you'd like a weekly dose of motivation, inspiration, and actionable tips to grow your business while managing all the things, then you need to get on my email list. Just head over to kelseymatheson.com to join my list. And while you're there, check out the awesome free content I give away. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please share with other female entrepreneurs who need some love and support. And of course, if you haven't already, I would be so grateful if you subscribe, rate, and review my show on your favorite podcast player. Thank you for listening, and I look forward to connecting with you next week.